If you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number, they'll treat you like a friend. And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. Move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sundays, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Well, it is... Uh, Thursday here on the show. You know what that means. AW Dynamite was last night. We've got Rampage live tomorrow night. And then Saturday, there's the UFC pay-per-view with the return of John Jones after three years. He's getting a title shot, because of course he is. And then Sunday is AW Revolution. And I will be leaving for San Jose here shortly after this program goes off the air. So uh, I'll be there for the Rampage and the Revolution shows. And Dave Meltzer and I are going to be doing a bunch of shows this weekend. Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night, I believe is the plan. So uh, if you're not subscribing, now would be a great time. WrestlingObserver.com, Video.F4WOnline.com. We're going to have tons of coverage of the AEW weekend. We have a full lineup for the show, although they'll probably add pre-show matches and maybe another pay-per-view match on the Rampage show. Two matches for Rampage tomorrow, which is live. Get the uh, AW Dynamite numbers here probably in uh, about 45 minutes. And probably did a big number would be my guess. They had a lot of stuff advertised for the show. There was some great stuff on the show, and there was stuff that was not so great on the show, particularly that Casino Battle Royal. But did lead to a uh, final team into the uh, four-way at the pay-per-view, so we'll talk about that. And, of course, a lot of media amongst AEW stars today, Britt Baker, Talked about the all-out weekend and the fight backstage. Brian Danielson talked about MJF. We'll tell you what they both said about both of those things. Brian Danielson said that Sunday's Iron Man match against MJF is possibly, quote, the biggest challenge he has faced in his career. So we'll tell you about that and uh, and plenty more. Also got the, uh, the Dynamite report. I didn't get to do the NXT report yesterday. I am as heartbroken as you are. Well, maybe we'll talk about it a little bit. We'll see. Back in a moment, because we're live. Dazzling decal on Daisy's Donuts window. I'm 
Bold banner at Barry's Barbershop. Prominent poster at Penny's on Park Place. This is your sign. Well, signs. To try Staples and see the difference. Get $15 off signs, banners, and posters when you spend $75 or more. From Staples. And I couldn't miss it. Ends 415. Visit staplesconnect.com slash printpig for details. Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So so call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328. 800-293-0328. That's 800-293-0328. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. If you own a business with employees and have not received your COVID ERTC payroll refund of up to $26,000 per employee, you need to act fast as time is running out. ERTCfiling.com has helped thousands of businesses across the country receive over a half billion dollars in government funds. This is not a loan and you do not have to pay it back. ERTCfiling.com consultants will make the process fast and easy and at a fee of less than 2%. Let ERTCfiling.com show you the money. Go to ERTCfiling.com to see how you qualify. Fees are at fixed rates per quarter qualified 2% based on total Average rates. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Alrighty, well, got a lot to get into AW wise today. But we got to start with a quick WWE note, and that is. Brock Lesnar and Omos. Well, as we talked about on the Wrestling Observer radio show last night, yes, Brock Lesnar is facing Omos. But that was not the original plan. What they wanted was for Brock Lesnar to face Bray Wyatt. Because if you recall correctly, Bray Wyatt did that interview, and he said, whichever one of you survives this match at the Elimination Chamber. You better run. And the match, of course, was Brock Lesnar 
and Bobby Lashley. And you know the way they'd done the angle, the storyline, the position both guys had been in, I mean, one would presume that Brock was going to win that match. But then they did a finish, which was stupid, and that is that Bobby Lashley puts him in the hurt lock, and Brock gives him a low blow for the disqualification. And then he kills the guy, he kills the ref, he kills all these guys. And you know, the funny thing was, when we were doing uh, predictions for this show, I actually predicted they were going to do some BS finish. Because I thought that they would do a BS finish because then they would do the blow-off in some sort of stipulation match at WrestleMania. So they do this stupid finish. And then, like the next day on Raw, MVP comes out and he says, you know, Omos is going to issue a challenge to Brock. Next week we'll see if Brock accepts. And I was like, what? First off, what? Omos and Brock Lesnar. And second off, so you're telling me this Brock and Bobby Lashley thing is over and that was the blow-off? That stupid finish was the bl- So I-, I couldn't figure out what was going on. And then, you know, Brock shows up and he accepts the challenge. And then on the same show, you know, Bray does the muscle man dance to Bobby Lashley. I was like, what is happening? Well, what's happening is they wanted Brock to face Bray Wyatt. And Brock said, brother, I ain't doing that match. And uh, because he's a smart guy. And so once he said he wasn't doing that match, well, you know, in classic, this is actually classic WWE fashion. Well, you know, Bray challenges the winner. So somehow Lashley needs to win. But we don't want to beat Brock. So we'll come up with this stupid finish. So instead of, like, you know, give people a satisfying conclusion to a match at Elimination Chamber, and then, you know, Bray just challenges the other guy, like, who cares? No, Bray said I want the winner, and so they had to switch the finish to something stupid because Brock didn't want to face Bray. And now Brock is facing Omos, and poor Bobby Lashley. I mean, his promo on Monday, I was just dying. He goes, I, like... I beat Brock Lesnar so badly at the pay-per-view that he had to cheat his way out. He couldn't break this hold. And how am I rewarded for that big win? I got to play stupid kitty games with Bray Wyatt. And then Bray shows up and he does his stupid muscle man dance video. And Lashley totally doesn't sell it at all. He's just angry. He probably is angry. But that is why we're getting these weird matches at WrestleMania. Because somebody thought, hey, you know, remember in like 2016 when we wanted Brock to wrestle Bray, he didn't want to do it then? Maybe he's going to want to do it now when he does way more voodoo. Well, he didn't want to do that. So there you go. And if Bobby loses via spooky or nonsense, do you really want to go back to him and Brock having a blow-off somewhere, even if it's in Saudi Arabia or something like that? Doesn't it take away a little bit of the steam of that? Or that probably reminds too much about conversation of Cody and Sammy for people. But, you know, honestly, you know, the only way this works for me is if Bobby Lashley no-selling this stuff maybe getting increasingly angry as WrestleMania comes on and you actually have a match where there isn't that much spooky and it's actually like 
two guys who are big beating the hell out of each other. That's the only way I think this is going to work and actually help everybody. I don't know what they possibly could have planned here because I don't, again, I have no idea. But I know what history has dictated when it comes to Bray Wyatt matches and some of the things that are involved in them. And it doesn't make me feel good for Bobby Lashley and probably, you know, good on Brock Lesnar. So uh, Barstool Wrestling did an interview with uh, Britt Baker, and they asked about the brawl. But guess what? She wasn't involved, and so she actually can speak about it. And she said, I actually don't think I've ever given my thoughts, but just speaking solely on what I watched, because that's all I can talk about is what I saw, and the scrum and what I heard. And as somebody who loves AEW more than anything in the world, and has so much pride and at a time when it felt like we were really something special, we had some of the biggest names in pro wrestling all fighting for the same team, especially after a huge pay-per-view. That pay-per-view was amazing. I think it was one of the biggest houses we ever had. The scrum it was heartbreaking. It was embarrassing. It was disappointing. It just felt like, for a moment in time, this felt like very much a disaster, and you never want that to happen. That was definitely a time in AEW where it was like, man, this sucks. She tells no lies. No. It was a disaster. That's mm-hmm. what that was. And actually, you know, I think in some ways, historically, we may look back and, and ultimately say that it was probably even a bigger disaster than, than we. And it, when at the time, it felt like a disaster. But, yeah. man, there were repercussions. They and that was a, a real disaster. Summer of punk to the summer of fail, you know? And it started with all that stuff with MJF and not showing up. And then from there, where it ended up, where it ended up in September after that, it was just an unbelievable stretch that people from this era are going to remember for a long time. That, And we'll still, look, they're still shaking off the cobwebs of that. They're still shaking off some of the effects of that. So, you know, we'll, we'll see what history will say about it much later on down the line. But, yeah, for the people that were involved in it on the outside of it, again, not even involved in it, but just... Having to be there, what a pain in the ass when you loved going to work every day. Now it's this S show going on, and it's it was just messy. And it's still, it's still messy in some ways, as every business and every company is, but that was a certainly a special time. Then she talked about the scrums. I think the scrums are really cool. It's after a pay-per-view. You get to speak to these wrestlers. There's a lot of emotion. They get to talk to you about what's going on in the ring, what they're feeling, their storylines. And in a way, kind of humanizes these very larger-than-life wrestlers who you just saw wrestle for 30 minutes in the ring or whatever. But that time needs to be used proactively and responsibly. If I sit here and do nothing but tell you everybody I hate, everybody, everything I'm mad at, or let's go through the Twitter lies about me and debunk them all, well, that's not proactive, and that would be selfish of me to use your time and the world's time like that. I'll bet she's getting heat for that line, but you know what? She's telling no lies! I would rather, why don't we put over this frickin' pay-per-view, or what else is going on awesome in AEW? What? You're laughing well, at my, my, uh, my normal I'm, I'm, gimmick here? Well, a little bit. A little bit. And she's not looking But it's true. She told Every, no lies. Everybody has got, look, everybody's got a right to use their time in the way that they do, because if you are presenting this as an on-the-level press conference where people are allowed to ask questions, you're going to be able to do that. I think she really has got the right idea though in a lot of ways where if you don't have anything negative or you know really coming at you of value and you're just dealing with twitter nonsense and things of course you just deflect those types of things but i mean again 
everybody's different. Everybody, I'll just say that. She says, listen, of course. Are there people here I don't like? Of course. Are there things I don't like? Of course. But I'm still a soldier for AEW. I'm on the front lines fighting for my team, and I'm going to put it over as a soldier. So there you go. That's Britt Baker on the scrum. And, uh, man. You know there are some idiots that believe she should not be the face of that women's division. Do you believe that there are some idiots Oh, now you're doing my gimmick? That she is. Look, I don't believe that she was the most improved the year that she won it, and you gave me a bunch of nonsense for that because I kind of snickered at it a little bit. But as far as what she is to that company and to their fans, yeah, she's number one. Period. Back in a moment with more Observer Live. Hey, pack rat. Yeah, you. Are you moving cross country and you just don't know who to call? Call us right now. Listen, you've probably seen one of our containers in your neighborhood. But did you know that we can help you move anywhere in the United States? It's real simple. We'll drop a container off at the location you tell us to bring it to. You pack up your valuable possessions at your leisure. They stay safe right in your home. And when you're ready, call us. We'll come and pick up the container and give you a scheduled date of when your furniture and the other possessions will be at your new home. So if you're moving across country or across town, be a pack rat. Join the pack rat family. Call pack rat right now for your free quote. See y'all later, pack rats. Call 800-569-7208. 800-569-7208. That's 800-569-7208. If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. Do you have an invention idea but don't know what to do next? Call InventHelp now for free information on how to get started today. InventHelp provides invention services that help everyday inventors get started with their idea. We have representatives nationwide who will explain the InventHelp process step by step. Over 10,000 patents have been secured through InventHelp's patent referral services. Our services include professional materials needed to showcase your invention and 3D animation and prototype modeling that help you demonstrate your idea. Get down to the details of your idea with a technical drawing. The InventHelp databank includes thousands of companies who have agreed to review new ideas. 
We've been helping inventors since 1984. Let's help you next. Take advantage of the opportunity to get started today. Call 1-800-356-7308. That's 1-800-356-7308. Again, 1-800-356-7308. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. I'm ignoring the chat. Okay. Brian Danielson talked about the match with MJF. Talked to SI. Which, by the way, you know I write for Sports Illustrated. In fact, I do. That would not have been in my high school yearbook. Most likely to write for Sports Illustrated, Brian Alvarez. We're going to be following a lot of great stuff, he says, including the Mox Hangman Texas Deathmatch. The promoters from yesteryear, you would say, you don't follow blood with wrestling. But that's exactly what we're doing. So it presents those types of challenges. To me, that's exciting. This is maybe the biggest challenge I put in front of myself in my entire career I can't think of anything else with more pressure mentally or physically. This dude's done a lot of hour-long matches. Is this a burial of MJF? No. Wants to hype it up, man. And look, it—you don't every day, Brian, every day, every hour, every minute, every second that passes, you get older. And he's at this point now where he has to hear all this stuff. I hope this isn't the thing. What? Dude, I've listened listened to a lot of people who in the last six months of – have uh, wrestled Brian Danielson. And uh, there ain't nobody that says this guy seems old. Hey. In fact, I hear the exact opposite. Like, yeah. bro, when you're in the ring with this guy, it's like he is a machine. Brian, and, it's uh, like when everybody says you haven't lost a step, but you know in your heart that maybe you have. You know, I haven't lost a step. You're going to find out March 25th, brother. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll talk about that a little bit later on, but... No, I mean, to me, he's doing all the right things, and I think we'll get to it later on, but his promo last night was, I thought it was great, and I thought it was a great exclamation point with Max not saying anything and him saying it all about the uh, the match coming up on Sunday. I thought it was awesome. It notes it'll be the first Iron Man match that either MJF or Danielson has taken part in, but I mean, yes, technically he hasn't been in an Iron Man match, but he's, he's had many one-hour matches and longer. Yeah. He says, after this, Max will have the confidence he can do anything in wrestling. 60 minutes, 40 minutes, 20 minutes, there will be no doubt. Talked about the WrestleMania 37 main event against uh, with Roman Reigns and Edge in 2021, which he was in, obviously. He said he just felt like he was going through the motions during it. It was a match people enjoyed. Didn't mean anything to me. I felt nothing. You have to remember, it was our first time back in front of a live crowd. We are in front of thousands of people. I felt nothing during that match. I was trying my best. I just felt like I was going through the motions. Then I wrestled Roman in the Thunderdome in front of all these screens, and I loved that match. It was a perfect way for me to end my WWE career. Putting together the Mania match, I could feel a little bit of apathy. But that's happened before. Then I walk out there and I feel, this is what I live for. It was very weird psychologically. So, uh, yeah, they're going an hour. They're going one hour on uh, Sunday. And... uh Apparently MJF is has been training like a like a madman. And you know, Brian Danielson can go an hour. That ain't gonna be a problem. So I don't think there's gonna be an issue with anybody being in shape. It'll just be all about what do they do? Falls, storyline, etc. So there you go. 
Absolutely. And MJF gets a lot of credit for looking back and taking things from the old school and applying them to his character and what he does in the ring. And I don't think it takes a incredibly experienced eye to see that he's different than other people and moves sometimes at a much at a much different pace than a lot of today's wrestlers do. So it really is going to be because Brian Danielson obviously is going to be doing a lot of leading in that match, but it's going to really be a great referendum for MJF on how old school is he? You know, if he is the modern Ric Flair, well, you know, the 60 minute man that was Ric Flair, can MJF do this? Can he be somebody that in 10 years and five years in only a couple of years, even take somebody and do the same thing for a half hour, 45 minutes or an hour like Brian Danielson's going to do with him. Hey, you want to talk interpromotional? Sure. Our main man, Montezzi. You and I were on yeah. his podcast a while ago. We were. Yes. March 6th, which mm-hmm. is uh, four days from now. Yes, sir. He is presenting his new song, Price Went Up. And it features. Are you ready mm-hmm. for this? I know it. It features. Swerve. Mm-hmm. Top Dollar. Mm-hmm. B-Fab. Mm-hmm. Hit row. Mm-hmm. Back to the band is back together again. And John Connor. It will be available. Well, he wasn't in. I, I'm mentioning the the uh, the original. Shout out to John Connor. Shout out to Rich Lotta. Shout out Hit to all row. of them. Okay. Yes, available on all streaming platforms. It'll be from his up and coming album, Erica's Son Two, which is coming out on June twenty fourth. Right in time for my birthday, in fact. Which Looking is for a June? Free copy, aren't you? It's all of June. Oh, by the way, thank yes. you once again for my, the annual tradition of not wishing me a happy birthday. Is it today? No, it was actually Sunday, and that's why I took Monday. Well, what day off. is Sunday? It was the twenty sixth. Yeah, well, I'll probably remember from now on because Paisley's on the twenty eighth. So it's also Johnny Cash's birthday. Don't you have hold that in any reverence? Well, because I kept sending him a card. Yeah, I'm a big Johnny Cash fan, but no, I'm not sending him a birthday card. He's Man deceased. All right. God's going to cut you down, Brian Alvarez. Since you write for Sports Illustrated, will you weigh in will on the write? NBA? <laughs> Did you actually, you made this up, didn't you? No, it's from Marcelo. He, he emails all the time. He oh says, hey, God. Brian, since you write for Sports Illustrated, will you weigh in on the NBA MVP debate? <laughs> Dom, Dom, listen to this. Whatever you're doing, drop it. Come listen to this. No, oh, I'm not, I, I'm not, I don't have time today. Oh, but I will oh, consider it in the future. Uh, I don't want to waste everybody's time here. You know, yeah, we have a short segment here. We're running out of time. Then we got to do AEW. I understand. Yeah, I got a lot of text messages that I need to go over here. What do you think about Patrick Kane being traded to the Rangers? So here says, does it feel like to you... AEW is doing the WCW thing of overstacking their show due to... Well, first off, the ratings are not poor, okay? I, I, I realize that I realize that there's this thing where if they do over a million, they're doing well. But if they do under a million, they're doing poorly. And uh, that is not the case. Are they doing as well as they were doing a year ago? No. Are they still in the top five and sometimes number one on cable? Yes. Okay, so when you're number one on cable, you are not doing poorly. If you watch the show and don't 
just listen to Jim Cornette. If you watch the show, you will see that this is what they do, which is they start stacking everything up in the lead-up to the pay-per-view. They have done it many times before, and they are doing it here. And we'll see how the show does today. Maybe it'll do well. Maybe it won't. I don't know. But you know what? Second one. Did Cornette say something about you? No. Oh, okay. Are you are you blind? <laughs> what am I? I don't know. You referenced him, so maybe I missed well, something. Well, yeah, because because there is a listen. There are fans of the Observer, and there are fans of Jim Cornette. Okay, and you know this is not a, a burial of Jim Cornette at all. He's done an exceptional job building his fan base, but he's got a fan base that is like. You can read anything, and you know if this person is a fan of Jim Cornette's show. I'm not bearing Jim Cornette. If anything, I'm bearing the listeners that are unable to form their own opinion and just parrot his exact same talking points over and over again on the chat or on Twitter. Like, we hear the... Get some new material, dude. Hey, listen, I want a lot of listeners, viewers, etc., but I don't need you geeks going around and just parroting everything I say. You know, come to your own conclusions. Use your own brain. Use your own working brain. If you've got a clever insult, like, great, go for it. But just parroting the exact same thing over and over. It's like I get I get two lines in, some comment on, on Twitter, and I'm just moving on to the next one. I know exactly where it's going. I know exactly what you're going to say. It's the same boring drone. I almost said a bad word. That's it. <laughs> well, I think they're doing bad ratings. The young you bucks do to, nothing but flips. Where's the wrestling? To compare something to WCW, if you were being legit about comparing things when it comes to AEW and WCW, it would be things like. And again, production issues happen everywhere, but the Rene Paquette thing last night where you queue up, hey, I want you to see this post, and then nothing happens on the screen. And there are things that happen during that show that are WCW-like. You look at the fact that they are messy, you know, behind the scenes at times. You see where they haven't been able to build some stars. But again, you can compare and contrast wrestling organizations, but all of them are unique to themselves, and all of them can be looked at individually. To play, compare, and contrast to a company from 30-something years ago, yeah, you can do that, but you can do that with any failing or successful company. I mean, it just, this type of stuff gets really really long in the tooth you know any comparisons back to wcw which was 30 years ago hey but listen bros you think i want you guys going on twitter and and accusing everybody of having walnut brains walnut brain hadrosaurs no don't steal my material come up with your own crap crap hey no revolution is this week never mind jesus christmas i just cut a promo on this guy he probably didn't deserve it <laughs> what online on the uh well, you know what he uh he it was good talking point no oh boy major no. wrestling promotions have pretty much banned chair shots of the head but why has a decision not been had about these ladder matches well if you're gonna ban anything dangerous then we can have wrestling because you know what as far as i know nobody got hurt in the ladder match last night but i see people getting hurt all the time in regular matches maybe we should ban regular matches and only do ladder matches it's or maybe things happen. 
like, well, look, it's not about the ladder match as much as you can control by being the agent what happens in that ladder match, and that's something we can discuss coming up here. Back in a moment, Observer Live. <laughs> Progressive presents Adjusting to the Suburbs. I never thought I'd care about gardening until I bought a house in the suburbs. But now I find myself in conversations about liquid fertilizer, and I wonder, am I the fertilizer guy now? <laughs> no, no way. Everyone knows the ratio between phosphorus and nitrogen, right? Yeah, I'm still totally cool. Anyway, when you save with Progressive by bundling your home and auto, that's the easy part of adjusting to the suburbs. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. And our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145. That's 800-617-5145. Of course I use Mr. Clean Magic Eraser to clean tough messes off my stovetop and bathtub. But then I discovered I can also use it to easily clean my patio furniture and even my shoes. I'm hooked. And when wipes won't cut it, I use Magic Eraser Sheets. They're thin and flexible erasers, perfect for everyday messes, like gunk on my counters and sinks. They really are magical. The reviews are in. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser and Sheets make cleaning look easy. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Keep me out of it. I just looked in the YouTube chat just to see, you know, man, it was awesome. Hey, we got AEW Dynamite to talk about. Lot to get into here on this show today. Very exciting program. With one incredible wild ladder match. Orange Cassidy 
against big-ass Bill Morrissey for the All-Atlantic title. thought this was a very good match. Big man, little man. Probably the best match Bill Morrissey has had in his AEW career. It was an Orange Cassidy match. Avoided the guy early. Got killed. Everybody's interfering. Danhausen's at ringside. Stokely's there. He slaps old Danhausen. Bill tries to choke slam Orange. Gets hit with the Orange Punch. Another Orange Punch. Gets DDT'd in the ring. The Tilt-A-Whirl. Two Orange Punches. The Super Orange Punch off the top. Gets pinned. Orange Cassidy retains the All-Atlantic title. Then we had the best thing on this show, bro. This this Moxley promo, bloody in the stairwell. Moxley's one of those guys where, in order to cut a good promo, he has to try to make it real to him. And he's doing this promo, and he notes, you know, I wrestled this hangman. I knocked this dude out. I beat him. I knocked him out. I didn't break a sweat. But I got no credit for it. People call it a fluke. Well, then we have another match. This guy gives me the worst injury I've had in years. I end up in the hospital with a concussion, and he gets praised. He goes, dude, we both did the exact same thing. Somehow I'm a villain and he's a hero. He's angry. He goes, man, I'm going to beat this guy. I already pinned him with a wrestling move I learned in seventh grade. He goes, I'm an animal. There's only room for one animal like me. I will die to protect what's mine. Incredible promo. What have I been saying the whole time when it comes to this feud? What's everybody on page about? What's he so upset about? He got knocked out during a wrestling match. Oh, we got to feel emotions for him. What about John Moxley? What about what he's gone through? Exactly. Damn good promo. Elite. Their music hits. They start coming out on the ramp. The lights go out. Not only do they beat up the Elite, and then they're just taken away. We never see them. Everyone who bought tickets wanted to see the Elite. They didn't see them here. Not only did they do this, but they even beat them up in the dark. <laughs> uh, then they don't even cut the promo on them. They saved that for a spooky backstage vignette. Now we're going to leave your belts here. Instead of just, like, dropping them on their lifeless, bloodied bodies, we could have seen them beat down. But they didn't do it. Jingo here saying Elite is dropping those belts. Something is up with Kenny and TK. Is that right, Jingo? Because it's, that's not what's going on. They probably will drop the belts because it's about time the House of Black got something. But is this going to be the next thing that we're going to have to deal with? Is Jingo had, reporting he's joining Jay White in WWE? Uh, I, I don't know. But, you know, I... I know. I'm not reporting that. Yeah. So uh, Elite got beat up. Then we had the face of the Revolution ladder match to get these people happy again. And my God, it's Commander Ortiz, Takeshita, Eddie Kingston, Hobbs, Air Fox, Sammy, Action Andretti. And immediately, Eddie and, uh, and Ortiz brawl to the back, which leads to an angle where Eddie says, I quit AEW, and he walks out. Because I guess he's going to Ring of Honor now to be the uh, one of the top guys. Which, I mean, there's a million questions here. Like, I know you want to get Ring of Honor over, but... You, you're getting rid of a, you're getting rid of this guy from Dynamite. I don't like that. And then we've been invested in this Eddie Kingston Ortiz storyline for how long? And that's the end. Eddie quits and he's going somewhere else. I don't know what's going on there, but look, I just want to let me just interject this real quick here. 
Eddie Kingston, you need all the hardcores you can to try to buy Honor Club and to watch Honor Club. And he wasn't on TV on Dynamite from November to whenever it was. So if you don't have anything major for him, and I can look, I'm completely with you. I would make him an integral part of Dynamite. But if you don't have plans for him for that, use what he can give you to try to get people to become a regular viewer of Ring of Honor. Because just by bringing it back, we don't know if that's going to happen yet. The pay-per-views will probably do well. But will Honor Club and will the streaming TV? I mean, you know, some people here are defending that this storyline doesn't suck, but... What was the storyline? The storyline was that the House of Black was trying to split these two guys up, okay? Uh They have been split up. They've not had a match. One of them has quit to go somewhere else, and the House of Black has moved on to another team. How does any of this have anything to do with anything? That's my question. Yes, they did a series of things, but that's not a storyline. That's just a series of things that were related to each other that have continued week after week. That does not make the storyline good. It is not a good storyline right now. Maybe, ultimately, saying, it will be, but right now, it's not. And I could be wrong, and this is not a spoiler, but people are saying, well, Ortiz can follow him to Ring of Honor. That may be the case, but it doesn't look initially like that is anything that's going to nearly be the case because Kingston's doing something else. And we've got the spoilers, and there's no—this is weeks of Ring of Honor. And I don't think Ortiz and Kingston do anything. No. We have, uh, anyway, this ladder match was great. And uh, everybody yeah. got the chance. Like, they loved Hobbs because he's from San Francisco. They loved Takeshita because he's the most lovable guy. They loved Commander when he started doing insane rope-running springboard spots. Sam in action nearly killed each other twice. A.R. Fox got to do all of his crazy stuff. And finally, Hobbs tackles the ladder and destroys it. Well, he doesn't get another ladder. I don't know if it was a timing issue, but he just, he's just he got to go. And he starts climbing, and so, yes, they sent four referees in the ring to hold the ladder for this guy. And he climbs up, and he, he gets the ring. And, of course, I've heard about it all day. They hold the ladders everywhere. They hold the ladders in WWE. They hold the ladders in New Japan. They hold the ladders everywhere, okay? If you want to get mad at anybody, get mad at whoever filmed the long shot of all of these res- referees huddled around the bottom of a ladder, that's the person you can be mad at. This is Have, not something to be angry at Hobbs about. It's not something no. to be angry at the referees about. No. It's, it's, it is whoever decided they were going to get that shot. Have consistency. If you just don't like ladder matches and think the extremes that they do during them where you necessitate referees being in there, if you don't like that, okay, fine, be consistent. But if you watch ladder matches... At any point, you would know this happens everywhere. It is usually the production issue. It's usually their fault that you're seeing that. So it's just ridiculous. Why that was a topic, I have no idea, but it's ridiculous. And we had... By the uh, way, though, I also don't think it was great because I did think it was too dangerous. I've seen less dangerous stuff on independent shows and wacky shows like that. You can have too many spots. You can have too much stuff going on and too much dangerous stuff, and I thought that they did. I thought it was great, although there were two things. Hell the, Sammy, the Sammy and uh, the two things that Sammy in action did were too dangerous. Oof. But other than that, I, I didn't have a problem with it. Hobbs, Joe, Wardlow, square off, and some violence. Best friends, promo, Chuck and Trent not cleared. But Danhausen says, hey, we're cleared, me and Orange. You want to do this, Orange? He goes, I don't care. So they are now in the uh, casino ladder match. Jericho, for two minutes... Sold and sold and sold and sold for pretty Peter Avalon, and then hit the code breaker and pinned him. 
And then Ricky Starks runs down to make the save. And uh, he gets, uh, Jericho grabs the mic and says, you know, Sunday, no Jericho Appreciation Society at ringside. But this ain't Sunday. And they hit the ring and they beat the hell out of Ricky. And Jericho gives him the Judas effect. And uh, and they leave him dead. Think I think Ricky's winning Sunday. I, I think he's going to outsmart so. the guy and beat him. I think I that's what's so. happening here. Please. Hangman pre-taped promo about the Texas death match. It's a good promo, but we heard Mox's promo, so he ain't following that one. But it was a very good promo. He's uh, There's only two ways out of a Texas death match, live or die. Hangman, that's not true, but it makes for a good story. He is not done living. Christian promo. This guy got a ton of heat. He says, I cannot believe this jungle boy thinks he's winning a single title over my dead body. He says, I will win a championship in 2023. Buries Jungle Boy, buries the fans, buries the, you know, these millennials trying to make this business a video game. I make this business an ATM, and I'm not done milking it dry. So he challenges Jungle Boy to a fight at Revolution. And then they cut to the video screen. It is a video of Jungle Boy digging a grave. And, of course, in storyline, maybe in real life, I mean, this is what Jungle Boy said. He dug the grave for his father, him and his uncle. And then they zoom in on the headstone, but the gravestone actually is for Christian Cage because it will be over Christian's dead body that Jungle Boy wins his title. We had a Britain Jamie promo, which I cannot, uh, I don't know if I can say all this on national television or national radio, so I won't. But uh, Jamie's excited. Hook and Matt Hardy for the FTR title, or the FTW title. So the story is that uh, they managed to, Matt talked everybody into agreeing that if Hook won, Stokely has to be in the ring with Hook for five minutes or whatever. And so, you know, he wrestled, he tried to beat the guy, but then as soon as he gets in the red rum, he immediately taps, he's out of there. And then Stokely's, oh no. And Matt did not look too upset about the fact that Stokely was going to have five minutes in the ring with this Hook guy. Tony Storm and Riho, they had a good match. Crowd loved Riho. Saray is out there as a distraction. Britt and Jamie come out to watch. Uh, Tony tries the cloverleaf. Britt jumps up on the apron. Tony is distracted. Riho rolls her up and pins her. So presumably we get Tony and Riho here at some point. And then we had a wild brawl with everybody afterwards, and Britt takes out Tony. Saray and Jamie brawl. Ruby runs down. She's not choosing sides. She attacks both of them, and then the whole thing gets broken up. Keith Lee and Dustin do a promo at Rampage. Then this Casino Battle Royal, which was, in fact, <laughs> a tag team Royal Rumble. And, you know, every year we look at the the Royal Rumble and, like, they fudge a lot of the times. But it's not totally fudged. Like, they will choose how long the intervals will be. Well, this year they're a minute 45. And then, you know every few people will come out at a minute 45. But if there's a big spot, they'll wait till the spot is over, and then they will bring out the next person. Sometimes they'll have like a minute 55 interval, sometimes like two minutes and 12 seconds. Dude, the intervals in this were like preposterous. People are just coming out literally, literally, willy-nilly. That's when people were coming out. They were coming out willy-nilly. And this person, this person, this team, this team. There's like 90 people in the ring. Then dudes start coming out. Here's Mark Sterling, Ari Daibari, Tony Nese, Josh Woods. They're brawling at ringside with the Lucha Bros. What does this have to do with anything? I mean, it's going to lead to a match, but 
forgetting that. What does this have to do with anything? And then dudes get tossed, but then they come back. Then they're lit. It's like there's no, it's a wild west. <laughs> there's no rules. There's no rules for time. There's no rules for like who gets thrown out or who can get involved or whatever. And then finally, Danhausen wins. Danhausen. Well. So Danhausen, Orange Cassidy, no jokers, no wild cards in this casino battle royal. And apparently they've done the casino tag team battle royal before with no joke. Like, why'd you call something else then? Brian, you ever see Vegas Vacation where they go to the cheap casino and they're playing war and the games are like pick a number between one and ten? That was that battle royal last night. That's what that version of a casino battle royal was. And finally, we had Renee interviewing Brian. MJF comes out, but Brian won't even let him talk. And the go-home promo for this MJF-Brian Danielson match, MJF never said a word. Brian cut a great promo about all of these reasons that Max says that he hates him and how Max really doesn't deserve anything. The only thing he deserves is his fiance leaving him. And he buries him. He talks about all of the fights he's had in his life. And he's going to fight for this title on Sunday. And Max better be ready, or he's going to get his head kicked in. It was awesome ending. Back in a moment with more Observer Live. Hey, Pack Rat. Yeah, you. Are you moving cross country and you just don't know who to call? Call us right now. Listen, you've probably seen one of our containers in your neighborhood. But did you know that we can help you move anywhere in the United States? It's real simple. We'll drop a container off at the location you tell us to bring it to. You pack up your valuable possessions at your leisure. They stay safe right in your home. And when you're ready, call us. We'll come and pick up the container and give you a scheduled date of when your furniture and the other possessions will be at your new home. So if you're moving across country or across town, be a pack rat. Join the pack rat family. Call pack rat right now for your free quote. See y'all later, pack rats. Call 800-569-7208. 800-569-7208. That's 800-569-7208. If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. Do you have an invention idea but don't know what to do next? Call InventHelp now for free information on how to get started today. InventHelp provides invention services that help everyday inventors get started with their idea. 
We have representatives nationwide who will explain the InventHelp process step by step. Over 10,000 patents have been secured through InventHelp's patent referral services. Our services include professional materials needed to showcase your invention and 3D animation and prototype modeling that help you demonstrate your idea. Get down to the details of your idea with a technical drawing. The InventHelp databank includes thousands of companies who have agreed to review new ideas. We've been helping inventors since 1984. Let's help you next. Take advantage of the opportunity to get started today. Call 1-800-356-7308. That's 1-800-356-7308. Again, 1-800-356-7308. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Well, Rampage tomorrow. Got two matches announced thus far. Maybe maybe Tony's adding more as he's counter-programming us right now. He is. You know what he said about Friday, Brian? He said Friday's episode of Rampage will have an impact on the show Sunday, but seems the main card is fairly set and it would be hard to add any more matches. Yep. That from John Pollock's Twitter. Well, they're going to uh, they're going to add dark matches. Yeah. We have sure. uh, Top Flight, Dark Order, Blackpool Combat Pretty Club, sure. and Aussie Open in a four-way on Rampage. And Dustin and Keith Lee will be facing Swerve and Parker Boudreaux live. Oh, my. That's this coming Friday. And uh, I'm going to be there. My main man, Dom's going to be there. Right, Dom? Damn right. Yeah, and Sunday as well, right? Double damn right. Dom knows the the swear words that he can and cannot say on national mm. radio. Yeah, me unlike too. somebody here, his name yeah. I will not mention. You know what I can but say. anyway, I choose to say it. That's uh, that's Sometimes Friday. It needs to be said. And Sunday. And, Something uh, else that needs to be said is coming up in March here, and I'm tired of you cutting me off, so I'm not going to let you do it here to me. Okay? Oh, really? So, Dom, Watch this. Look at that guy. He doesn't know how this gimmick works. You know what, though, Mike? I got to tell you one thing, though. I got to tell you one thing. I may or may not be on the show tomorrow, okay? But for sure, I will not be on the show Monday because I'll be flying back. So if I'm not on the show, I can't push all these buttons. So you can say whatever you want. But I don't want to hear it. My mind is made up. We are done, everybody. I want to thank you all for listening. Mike, as always, callers and listeners, head to the studio. Have a fun revolution weekend. We'll talk to you again next time, Wrestling Observer Live.